Welcome to Diary of an Ex-Ho. This is Sherry Hardman. I'm your ex-ho, and today's guest is Lynn Sun. So sit back, enjoy the episode, and remember the old saying, always a bridesmaid when you're a ho. I'm excited to meet you, finally. Me too. I just listened to your podcast with uh, Janice. Oh, did you? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's how we know each other is through Janice. She talks about you. She speaks very highly of you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I watched your Peacock special. <laughs> oh. That's very cool. Thank you. Yeah. So um, we're here to talk about sex and uh, hoeing and uh, whatever angle you come at sex with is unique to you. So I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love that you're doing this. Well, I, I, uh, I like... I got a lot of dirty material, you know. Oh yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh I, I'm not I, I just am not ready to bow and try to be a clean comedian. I gotta be who I am and I'm a ho. Right. I'm an XO, so right, right. <laughs> I mean, clean is not fun anyways. It's not as fun. It's not it just doesn't feel the same to do clean. Right. right. Yeah. You know. I agree, but you know, whatever. How long have you been doing comedy? Um, it's gonna be five years in November. Oh God, you're still like a baby, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, how do you got so many good things? Like, how do you have what you've gotten so far so fast? Uh, because you know, nowadays, I don't even know how people did comedy, especially women back in I don't know years and years ago, navigating through it. Because now we have social media. So social media has helped so much and I'm not even that great at social media, but I just learned to just, just be myself like you, like you, you know, just be Uh myself and the right person just happened to notice and, you know, you get referrals through friends and such. And I just got, yeah, like for the Peacock special, the director was just like, well, you're Cambodian, you're a single mom. I'm not going to not cast you (laughs) because it's a very niche a very unique lane right yeah yeah, yeah. so social well, media yeah i'm not saying I, I don't mean to sound like i don't think you deserve it or anything it's just like no, of course. that's just all unusual at five years to have those credits so i know some people do are doing even freak and more and i'm just like how do they how are people so great at social media you know yeah like, I, I don't know because i'm not <laughs> I just put a whole bunch of stuff out there and hope something sticks, you know? <laughs> hope something happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing as like sleeping with a bunch of men and like hopefully one of them. <laughs> Works for me, you know? There you go. <laughs> okay, so um, so what was your upbringing like? Like as far as having uh, role models of successful relationships and stuff like that. Did you have God. anything like that? I grew up in such a dysfunctional family. It was so dysfunctional. Like my dad was abusive. You know, uh, my mom was a doormat, you know, that kind of thing. And she just did whatever he said. And um, he smacked us all. You know, he was physically abusive. Right. And um, But it was funny because I would see them still hold hands. And I've walked in on them, like having sex before. You know what I mean? So I know they're affectionate and they still do all that stuff, but it was very confusing. It was like he'd smack her one day and then he'd be having sex with her another day, you know, and they'd be 
all lovey-dovey. So huh. it's functional. Mm -hmm. Did you find yourself then being attracted to those kind of guys when you were dating and stuff? Absolutely. Eminem is still my dream man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I still love Eminem. No, well, that's because I, I feel like I see Eminem as a good guy. He just has his alter ego, which is the rapper. But anyway, uh, no, I, I went through so much trauma and still healing from it, you know, and I used to date. I used to think that sex was a man saying that he liked me. Right. When he really didn't like me. He just wanted me because I was easy, you know? Right. That's, um, that's that was the whole thing I was going through in my twenties and thirties. Yeah. I, I think so. That's true for so many of us. And yeah, I, I can remember older women kind of trying to tell me what was up and I, I was having none of that, you know, I, know, I was right? do it my way, right? But we also, I also felt powerful doing it too. And I think that was part of the daddy issues in me was like, I felt like I was able to just have sex with them and throw them away. Right. You know, like yes. I was saying, fuck you to my dad. Every male figure I saw intimately was a dad. <laughs> was my reflection of right. my daddy issues. Right. <laughs> now were your parents like physically affectionate with you kids like did they hug and kiss you and stuff mm -hmm. like that yeah uh, my mom was very affectionate my dad was too but because he was abusive I didn't really like him being affectionate mm -hmm. you know because it was like it was mixed messages and I didn't like that right and I remember I loved being close with my mom um, but when it came to my dad like he called me over and he'd be like give me a hug and he'd like give me a kiss on the cheek or whatever and I just cringe a little bit mm -hmm. and I never liked it but I don't know if he even like noticed it because he was so out of touch right you know so I don't know and he loved my brother though he and my brother were pretty tight <laughs> he was more affectionate with my brother than did with me. he uh was he more lenient with your brother also my brother was a younger brother he was the baby and he was the boy so no he was still abusive with my brother but um just he left when my brother was only like seven or eight. So my brother didn't get the full raft of who he was. I'm so sorry. My Just have you know, it's quiet right now at my house. Yeah. But the house across the street burned down. Oh, my God. And they a couple months ago, a few months ago, and they're t just now today, like tearing it down yesterday and today. So there's workers and trucks and my dogs have just been going nuts all day. So... <laughs> Anytime. You seem like such a cool person to hang out with. I just wanted to say oh. that before I forgot. Where do you live? I live in Alhambra. I live in LA. Oh. Mm. Well, one day, I mean, we're just not close, but. Right. You know, planes don't cost very much anymore. So. Right, right, right. Um, um, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. So anyway, I was just going to say that dog eruption might, might happen at any moment. <laughs> All right. So think of yourself like as a, a younger person. Mm -hmm. Do you remember like any kind of sexual awakening, like when a moment came that you realized, hey, wait, there's something going on that no one's really told me about? Well, you know, what's weird is that I, my parents exposed me to like sex scenes in movies and rated R movies very early. Like I was like six or I was in kindergarten, I remember, and I would watch rated R movies and there'd be sex scenes. So I was very aware of what it was. And then I walked in with my parents, so I was aware of that. Um, and I think when I first understood what it was like to be aroused was what, like, sixth grade? 
<laughs> is that early? <laughs> no, I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> what was that? Sixth grade is what, 12, 11 or yeah. 12? Yeah, I think that's about normal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I started to like understand, oh, you know, I can touch myself or I can, like, I already learned that. And I don't know if that was early or because of my parents exposed me to it so soon. Right. Or that's just all girls. That's yeah, that's interesting because my parents were very religious and it was like, no sex or violence. We all had to pretend like we had, but still they made like dirty jokes and stuff. So it was confusing to me, you know? Right. And yeah. I remember, I'm sorry, but I just, I just thought of this really weird memory. I had a girlfriend, we were like 10 years old. Yeah. And I remember like, we were just starting, you know how like you start when you're going through puberty, you get discharged and stuff and you're like, what's yeah. going on down there, you know? And I remember she was talking about that. And then she said that when she takes her underwear off, her dog would lick her. Oh my God. And I remember being 10 years old and thinking, not thinking anything except why would you tell somebody that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so intimate. That's so TMI. <laughs> wow. And like, why would I just tell that story right there? I don't know, but it just was seemed like a weird thing. So I thought you were going to say the dog licked the panty. Well, I think that's how it started, like what you, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but. Oh, well, there you anyway, go. Yeah, train your dogs right, I guess. Okay, so <laughs> did you have any celebrity crushes when you were younger? Yeah. You know like, what? When I used, I used to like touch myself to a Chinese singer named Leon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even speak Chinese. I'm Cambodian. <laughs> but I was, I grew up in Monterey Park and I went to school there where um, there's a lot of Chinese students and my friends were Chinese. So I got to know Leon Lai and I would always masturbate to him. Always. Oh. And it was just, it was interesting. But no, no American. I didn't care. What, for what was it about Leon that did it for you? I think it's just, this, I'm really attracted to, to talented men and men who are talented, but they have kind of like a bad boy edge, but uh -huh. they seem sweet, you know, uh -huh. like an Eminem. I'm attracted yeah. to and you know, and I, I was just, yeah, I was so into him. I had posters of him everywhere. It was a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, how's your body image? You know, I used to have really healthy body image. Then I had a baby. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I had, do you have kids? Yeah. You have mm -hmm. kids. So I had a baby and it's not his fault. I just stopped. I was too tired to care about myself. So now I'm like the heaviest I've ever been. And I was asking myself that, like, what if I was to have sex now? You know, how would I feel about myself? And I don't think I feel as comfortable as I used to. I'm very self-conscious now mm. when it comes to that. But again, I yeah. haven't had sex in a long time. Really? Oh, so maybe it just takes the right man. <laughs> how long is a long time? Or is that I, ha I haven't I haven't had sex since my son's baby, my son's dad. How old is your son? Seven. So I haven't had sex in like seven years. <laughs> but you know, what's crazy was that since I had my son, I just stopped wanting it. Like I didn't really care for it. I didn't seek for it. I didn't, I was so busy and I was drowning in motherhood uh -huh. that I just, you know, I just didn't care for it. it. I never, you know, it didn't bother me. Maybe I should start getting laid. So I'm not so irritable. I don't know. It might, it might change some something some perspective i don't know maybe not maybe maybe you know, i don't know are you totally straight or do you go both i'm straight ways? yeah yes yeah, i am 
men are a lot to deal with, you know? I know. Are you married? You're married, right? I am, but I didn't You're get married. married now, till, yes, I, I didn't get married till I was 49. So good for you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I thought I was born to be single, but he, <laughs> talk, he talked me into it. What can I, say? I love it. He wore you down. <laughs> yeah, he did. He definitely did. Oh, okay. So, all right. Huh. Do you uh do you masturbate or do you just like forego sex? No, I I I you know it's crazy. Like sometimes I don't even do it as much anymore. Like I still do it, but it'd be like, oh yeah, I should masturbate. You know I mean? Yeah. Duh. Well I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I, I should do that. Just to I like mean, you release some stress or whatever. Right. I think yeah. with sex, it's kind of like the more you get, the more you want, and the less you get. Sometimes you can just kind of forget about it, you know? It's like, what's the point, you know? Sometimes. Right. But you know what, Sherry? Like, we, we've we gone through our whole days, and it's like, I went through so many sexual experiences already, and I used to give hand jobs for a living. I've seen so many dicks. So it's like, now I'm just looking for more of the meaningful. I know that's cheesy as fuck, but like the meaningful right. relationship. right. Don't get me wrong. If there was a really hot guy who just wanted sex, I might do it. But I'm mm -hmm. saying I'm, I'm not seeking that anymore because I, you know, right. I'm sick of it now. Do you date at all? Just mm -mm. yeah. I well, don't. You're focused I, on you're focused on your career. I sure am. I tried once. I had I tripped and had feelings for this one bisexual guy, and it was like I'll never do that again. <laughs> Why would? I... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, why would I do that? <laughs> well, you know. I don't know. You're you're younger than me, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how old you are, but uh, forty three. Yeah, see, I think once you start, well, maybe not in the forties, but I know for sure. Like now, of course, I'm sixty two, so <gasps> I'm I'm way older. But like you're like 62. last night, I came home and I'm like. On the way home, I'm like, I'm feeling kind of horny. Maybe I'll wake Dave up when I get home. And then I'm like, well, first I have to go pee and then take off my bra. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. So now maybe I'll just go watch TV instead. You know, like <laughs> I talked myself out of it. It just doesn't seem like that important, you know. <laughs> yeah, because we don't have that 23-year-old energy anymore. Uh -huh, where you're just ripping right. stuff off and you know well yeah and when you're doing stuff all the time like you know you're editing videos or yeah. you know writing jokes and stuff like that takes up a lot of brain space I think yeah it really does mm -hmm. you look fantastic oh well thank you I thought you were like 50 50 I know that's supposed most. to be a compliment but yeah. uh there's never been a compliment that started with I thought you were 50 <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. You no, know what I Thank you. I appreciate that. You look great. Uh, I, I I just retired this year, so I worked oh, in the school system for twenty something years, and this yeah. is my first first day of school where I didn't have to go. So that's oh. kind, of, kind of weird. <laughs> um, what's your definition? of amazing sex if you wow i what from what i remember <laughs> uh, of amazing you know what 
I've always just liked regular sex. Just if, if I connect with you and I care about you and I love you, it's amazing. Uh-huh. No matter what we're doing, you know, uh-huh. again, that's cheesy, but it, it that's what it was for me. Like, I think you're only, really, you're a romantic at heart. I am. Uh-huh. I prefer that. I prefer it. And men ask me like, uh, what's your favorite position? Missionary. <laughs> First of all, I'm lazy. Second of all, <laughs> It's because intimate to me. Face, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, I like the sweetness of it. Right. You know, that's very sweet. Which is interesting because even when I was hoeing around, I still liked the intimacy of it. I wasn't like, oh, fuck me and leave, you know? I was, right. just, I was still, oh, we can hang out and talk. <laughs> Probably wasn't hoeing wow. right, but, you know, <laughs> bless you. Sorry. Right. Um, Oh, well, that's sweet. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you want? Do you watch porn at all? Probably not. No, I'm not. I like. I've watched it, but I was so bored of it. You don't get bored when you watch porn. It's boring. Yeah, just... I don't. I what I don't like is that it's so male centered, mm. and the way that, you know, there's a lot of degradation that I don't think needs to be there. Mm. So I I don't like it for that. Yeah. Plus, I think it teaches men how to be terrible lovers, really. <laughs> it does. Terrible, selfish lovers. And they think that's how you have sex. And that's oh, fun. Lord. Yeah. Jesus. I You know what's funny? Like, the first time I ever watched porn <laughs> was lesbian porn. And then I was like, I didn't know. I didn't know that there were different types of vaginas. Like, oh. I really didn't know. I thought all vaginas looked the same. There's quite a variety. I know. Yeah. So I saw, and I was like, oh, what's wrong with my vagina? <laughs> I was like, is it supposed, are things supposed to be hanging out I like know. that? I know. And I remember <laughs> when I was young seeing someone, I won't say who, someone, you know, we're kids. And I remember just like, going, you know, we're changing into swimming suits and looking over and seeing her like inner labia hanging out. And I was like, what? <laughs> You know, I mean, it's just different than mine. I right. Got the, I got the fat, puffy vagina where everything's tucked in, you know. Everything's and, tucked in, but it's cute. Yeah. yeah it's so. cuter like that. It's cuter like that. <laughs> I think. Well, you know, men, they, they, anything, they, they can find something great about any vagina. So they can. Uh huh. All right. And lesbians, I'm sure. <laughs> so I know you watched a lot of, oh, not a lot, but I know you watched, um, sex scenes in movies from, uh, yeah. from a young age do you remember any like erotic scenes in a mainstream movie that always kind of did it for you Ooh, you know what it's crazy I don't I don't have a sex scene in a movie that did it for me but I do remember the first I think sex scene I saw in a theater as a kid and that was that's been ingrained in my head forever like um I think it was the movie colors do you remember that movie it was about gangs and uh, yeah. something like it's like about, about a bad neighborhood. But anyway, colors and they were having just like rough sex, oh. and that's what I remembered. But that's not anything that turned me on. I was just right. something that I right. remembered, you know. But oh. again, what turns me on in a scene, if I were to, it, it's usually the romantic stuff, like the, you know, 
like the no. ghost the ghost uh yeah art. yeah all that stuff that does it for me if you uh-huh. want to turn me on you show me that not a porn like porn's right. not gonna do it for right me. <laughs> so do you so you know you've been around when you were younger do you have anything on your sexual bucket list or are we done experimenting or um I think we're done experimenting because you know why I've done the sex in public thing you know you've done the sex in public thing I'm sure mm-hmm. um where's the most public place you've had sex oh in a in like a car parked on the side of the road over by the middle school <gasps> <laughs> yeah by the middle school you don't look too enthused about it <laughs> well I just now that I started to say it I'm like that seems kind of weird that we were by the middle school but that just is so it wasn't like a romantic speech. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like that. No. Um, ooh, I'd want to join the Mile High Club. (gasps) That sounds fun. I know, but how do you do that? How do you think you really pull that off? It you'd have to be like in your own private jet (laughs) overnight, you know? Like Like, are they doing this in the bathroom and how are they both fitting in there? Are they doing it under a blanket? Like or are they really having right, intercourse right. or they just, is it just hands and are you just right. checking them off for you? Yeah. You know I don't what know. I mean? Yeah. I don't know what the actual definition is, but uh, the like sun that. just came in this room and I just aged about 20 years. No, you didn't. You still, we still look the same age. <laughs> I, I, so that means I look older than my age. <laughs> uh, mile high club. Okay. Well, that's good that you have goals. That sounds fun. We'll see. I probably won't do it though. I'll probably only do it if it's a private jet, like if it's a private plane, you know? Well, you've got that in your future, so you'll be able to do that. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm also not skinny. So I feel like that's for skinny people. <laughs> well, I know. It's like I am the exact size of an airplane bathroom. Like when I go in there, I just mold to it, you know? So there's no way <laughs> anybody else could fit in there. So yeah, I don't know. There's no that. way two people can go in a, into the airplane bathroom without anyone noticing. That doesn't make sense. They say that there's, I don't know, but they say that in the, a lot of planes in the back have a handicapped bathroom that's bigger. Really? Now, first of all, most handicapped people sit in the front of the plane because they don't want to walk to the back. So that doesn't make sense to me, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe somebody, I got to find someone who wants to be on here who's been in the Mile High Club and they can explain these things. There you go. That would be fun. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> do you have any uh anything you want to touch on, talk about? Do you have a funny story you want to share or are you Ooh. uh do we want to talk about sex or do we want to talk about me used, when I used to be a massage girl? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. Which story? Have you ever done any type of sex work or thought about it? Um not that I want to admit publicly. <laughs> well I've done um yeah I used to be a massage girl and you know I don't have a funny story but the the one story that I like a lot is that I had a I I used to have really good clients right they'd be Uh they'd have money they'd be whatever and um one client was in Marina Del Rey California if you guys don't know it's a really nice area and he lived in like a million dollar penthouse there and I would go and he'd finish really quick like he was a pre what do you call that premature ejaculation so he we'd be done with everything in like 20 minutes and I only gave hand jobs right I didn't really do but with him 
I had to make out with him because he looked like Patrick Dempsey. Oh, you know, <laughs> he looks so much like him, so much like him. So anyway, so um, I make out with him, whatever. And um, I ended up really, I actually caught feelings for him, which was a big deal for me because I was very, it was very business for me. You know, I can look at a dick and it wouldn't even, bother, it wouldn't, it wouldn't do anything for me. Mm. Um, so that was a cool story that Patrick Dempsey lookalike was my client. <laughs> and maybe, I've been, it was, maybe it was Patrick Dempsey. God, and you know what? I, I, God, I wish, but he was short. He was like little. He was shorter. But I think about it now, like in my in my you know being a sex worker, like I wasn't. I just did it for money. Like it wasn't like that was my lifestyle. So you were so you were at a massage. I worked for myself. Oh, okay. I lived at the DoubleTree Hotel. And how did you ads. advertise and stuff? I posted ads on Craigslist. Okay. And and this was a boom when there was a lot of massage therapists on Craigslist. Um, And they would either I'd go to their place or they'd come to mine at the hotel. And um, yeah, it was easy. It was easy money. I've been busted before, but I didn't have kids or anything then. So I didn't, you know, and I didn't, I didn't have sex with them. So every time I was busted, it was, I never, it was never for prostitution. (laughs) It was just for like, massage without a license or oh. loitering or you so know you actually did you actually okay I got it I got questions sorry yeah all right so did people book you just for like a regular massage or did everybody know it was not just that everybody knew and the reason is because back then the code word is sensual massage oh gotcha so if you're looking at craigslist and you see sensual massage you know what you're coming for Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But I would make sure to say no full service because full service means sex. Oh. So they knew they were coming just for the hand job, not huh. for sex. Because some women say massages and they actually do full service, you know. Right. But for me, it was like, I don't have to sleep with you and I can make like 200 bucks. I'm just, let me just rub your dick, make 200 How, Right. How did you get started <laughs> in that? You just... I. So I was on, I was, I wanted to be an escort because I thought that was the only way to go. And my mom, um, my brother's bipolar, schizophrenic, and my mom was raising him alone. And one day she asked me for $20 and my heart broke. So I thought I need to find a way to make more money besides waitressing or whatever. So then I looked on, I'm like, I'm just going to escort. I'll make a grand a night. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I saw an ad. It just said massage girls wanted no sex in a bunch of dollar signs. And I called the number. He said hand jobs, and I was like, that's it. <laughs> so that's how I got started. <laughs> and I did my first gig, made $200, paid him his percentage or whatever for driving me there. And I was like, oh, I'm never going back to a regular job. I just went in, jacked this guy off, came back out, and had like a hundred something dollars in my pocket. Like, why would I ever wait another table? Right. <laughs> Sounds like a dream job. I mean, except for the touching the dicks part, but you know, that got- <laughs> yeah, it was like, it's like 200 an hour. So yeah, it's, but so I did it as like more like an entrepreneurship. I didn't see myself as like a sex worker. Right. Just why when I met Patrick Dempsey lookalike, I was like, we could have worked out, but I forgot huh. in my head that he found me on Craigslist. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I forgot. <laughs> Oh, that's fascinating. So, um, so when did you stop doing that? Like how long or how? I did it for a year. 
because you know it was easy money but then i also was just so tired of looking at dicks and getting calls from men it was like all day uh-huh. every day you know i just and then i realized i just wasn't happy doing it anymore you know right. I, was, i was just over it so i'm like oh you know i'm just gonna go back to living a normal life mm-hmm. you know yeah you, you got a poltergeist in your house i don't know what the fuck that is <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what the <laughs> i'm in la it's hot oh is it hot over here anyway. we started we already started our fall rain today so well, really yeah now i heard that you were you where did janice meet you you were doing a show up here yeah i don't like know with, how she met me the i don't know how she we found each other on facebook i'm sorry can you hear that the, yeah the, oh yeah you want me to wait for them to leave or oh no it doesn't matter it's, it's in the background yeah oh okay so um no I, we found each other on facebook somehow and then i did a show in tacoma she came out oh. to tacoma You were with Narin. Narin was on that show too. Mm-hmm. Narin Van. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I did shows in Seattle too, but I didn't know Janice then. I did shows in Seattle last year. <laughs> oh shit! Well, I wish I could have seen you when you were here. I know. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna go back. I love Seattle and Tacoma. I just it's it was so great. It was so great. Yeah. Out there. Yeah, we have fun up here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm looking forward to uh, getting to know you a little bit better. This has been a lot of fun. Thank um, you. I think we're good. I'm sorry that I made you wait for me to restart my computer. Ah, we were happens. in this industry. We know. We know how it goes. Hurry yeah. up and wait. That's just what we right. do. Right. <laughs> uh, so, what's your uh, Instagram handle? So, Instagram is at Lin Sun TV. L I N S U N TV. Okay. Please find me. I'll follow you back. All right. Message me. Tell me you know Sherry. <laughs> All right. Uh, this episode will come out in a couple of weeks. So do you have anything big coming Ooh. up around that time that you want to? Uh, well, I'm doing a. I'm co-headlining a show at the Ice House in Pasadena. Oh. So that's on September 23rd with Alice Chan from New York. So if you're all in LA or San Diego or just want to take a trip out to Pasadena, September 23rd. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I will talk to you sometime soon, I'm sure. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.